Hi, I'm Leanne Kim, and this is The Business of Thinking Big, the podcast where we talk all things business mindset, strategy, and hustle. So if you're looking to grow your revenue, serve more dream clients, and create amazing new possibilities, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Business of Thinking Big. As always, I'm your host and business coach, Leanne Kim, and I can't wait for you to meet my guest today. She is a health coach and registered massage therapist. Please join me in welcoming Chernel Bartholomew. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Hello. Hello, my dear. How are you? I am so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. And before we dive in and I let you sort of tell your story, mm-hmm. I want to just let our listeners know that you and I had a coaching call yesterday and I said, I really want to bring you on the podcast quickly um, to talk about the results and the transformation you've experienced in A players in these last six months. And I said, I asked you, you know, if we were to sort of label that, what would that, you know, big transformation be for you? And do you remember what you said? Um, I said, I, I've given myself permission to be a leader. Yeah. Like it was me getting out of my own way and realizing that I can do it. I wrote down the words you said, me deciding to see myself as a leader. And when you said that, I got chills. And I was like, oh yeah, we are going to have an amazing conversation. So before we kind of go back to where, you know, where, where this all started six months ago, why don't you first start off by telling everyone a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Yeah. Um, so Leanne gave me a beautiful little intro. My name is Chernell. I am a registered massage therapist, health coach, and trainer. And I have been in the health and wellness world for 13 years now um, in different aspects, but I always wanted to help in a deeper way. I wanted to help with lasting change. Um, so as a massage therapist, I could only get so far. I was feeling their physical stress. I knew I wanted to help in a deeper way, which is what kind of drove me this passion for health coaching. And, and it all started there in creating an awesome 90 day program, um, that dives into everything, their daily habits, their eating, their exercise, their beliefs, their identity. Um, but also working with Julian and, um, creating, creating my first online course. Yes. And we're totally going to talk about that (laughs) in a little bit. Um, So actually, let's do that. Let's go back a little bit Mm -hmm. and tell everyone a little bit about how you got to where you are now. What was your journey like? Yeah. Um, I have to say, when I became a massage therapist, I really didn't, I didn't have a plan B. I was like, I'm a massage therapist. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's who I am. That's what I do. Um, and then I became a mom, <laughs> and, that, and that changes things a bit. And and I realized um, that I wanted to build a lifestyle where I could be home a little bit more with my kids. Um, and I loved helping people. I always knew I wanted to help, but I didn't really know how to get there, but I was in this realm of self-help and I became a personal trainer and I loved being physical and I was diving into my own habits um, and I knew I could kind of help other people with theirs. And I'd always been this cheerleader and supporter for my friends and my coworkers and my family. And I was the person they called at midnight with like, I have this pain, what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I was there, but, but I didn't really see it until I, I think after my second baby was when I really started thinking differently about, um, I want to make this, I want to, I want to make an impact with this. I want to make this my thing. 
I love it so much. And, um, and that was kind of the jumping off point. I think it was after my second vapes. And I'd always been active in high school and um, even through college, started working out at the gym. And gym culture wasn't my favorite. So then I thought I wasn't going to be a good trainer. And, you know, working out at home was a struggle, but I, I kind of got the grips of it. And nutrition, I really felt like it needed to be simplified. Like I felt like it was, it was being made too complicated for people. Mm. Um, so for me, it was all those little bits and pieces that kind of, that kind of led me here. Mm-hmm. And, and part of it was I'd always been, regardless of where I worked, I was always the person that my, you know, my supervisors or my managers had said like, you know, you're working great with the team or you're a leader. They gave me that kind of approval. And then I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Um, but having to see that for myself, like naming myself as the leader was, was something that has kind of really just flourished and developed in the last, in the last few months. Yeah. Yeah. So here you are, you can see all these problems that the people around you are having. Mm-hmm. Now you're a mom, so you know how much harder it is for moms to take care way of themselves. Harder. Way harder. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're last on the list, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your priorities shift just monumentally huge. Yeah. And so you decided, I think I might want to take this to the next level. I think mm-hmm. I might want to create a business for myself. So tell me about that decision. Yeah. I'd always had it in the back of my mind. Like when I became a massage therapist, I was always working for essentially luxury hotels downtown Toronto. And it got to the point where I was like, this is not accessible for everyone. So then I started doing mobile massage. And through mobile massage, connecting with my clients there, um, I realized that it was still something more that I wanted to give them. Like I wanted to give them more. And, and then realizing that I wanted, I wanted to make this full time so that I could reach more people and help more people. But it was this fear of like, can I, can I really do it on my own without like someone else hiring me without someone else's structure Mm. um and it's been it's been years of you know building clients and hearing feedback and you know little setbacks and then getting right back up but i i had to just decide Mm. i had like i had to once i once i got my certificate like once Mm. i was like i am a health coach then i was like okay like let's do this. I could do like, I had the business name already. I, I was so connected to vitality, that word. I love it. And, and I was like, I want to, I want to do this. I see people around me and coaches that are doing this. And I think, I think I can make an impact. And, and I didn't see anybody like me doing this. Mm. So also to represent a different demographic, right? Um, but Are you talking a, specifically women of color? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I didn't see very many on the stage that I wanted to be on, unless they were like a super athlete in their past life. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see another mom, you know, with two kids and you're working full time and this isn't your, you know, you didn't grow up a super athlete mm-hmm. or, or in an affluent family, right? And just like a regular girl, went to high school in Mississauga, you know? <laughs> Um, doing my thing, (laughs) just doing my thing, you know? Um, and yeah, there was just this point where I was like, I want this really badly. And that was Mm -hmm. in the last like year and a bit where I was like, I need to, I need to go all in and, and really try instead of saying, I kind of tried, I need to go all in and really put in the effort and try. So I don't have those regrets. Yeah. And I think, That is where you and I connected Mm -hmm. when you were just sort of at that turning point of, am I going to do this? Am I not? And then, you know, and then you and I met. Do we want to talk about our origin story? Do you want to share that on the (laughs) podcast, how we met? I'll give you a clue. One of us was naked. (laughs) I know Leanne very well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was your massage client. Mm Mm-hmm. 
at one of those fancy clinics downtown. I was your client. Years ago, years ago. And I can remember we just hit it off. And normally when I get a massage, I don't like to talk a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was I was just at a place where I was very excited about what I was doing. And of course, what's the first thing anyone asks you is like, what do you do? And you would ask yeah. me that. And I was like, well, how much does this woman really want to know? Because <laughs> sometimes like you say you're a business coach and then, you know, you get all kinds of responses. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell there was something in you that was very drawn to the kind of work that I was doing in the world. You seemed really like, and I didn't, I really didn't think that you were faking it. I was like, oh, she's interested in this. That's cool. And every time I, every time I would come in for a massage, it was like you were that further bit, you know, that bit further down the road mentally with sort of your decisions too, because you would just be that much more engaged and that much more, you know, more momentum happening in your world as well. Mm-hmm. And then of course, yeah, I, I, then, you know, you had baby number two and uh, I didn't see you for a while, but that's, I think when you joined Mamas and Co mm-hmm. and we were connected that way because you were part of the community. Um, so why don't you tell me about what that was like being a part of Mamas and Co in the early days? Yeah, that was, Mamas and Co was a huge turning point for me. Um, up until then, I didn't see kind of the behind the scenes of other moms making their businesses work. Mm. In my head, I was like, it is going to be impossible to be a good mom, a good wife and run a business virtually impossible. What's the point in trying? That was Mm -hmm. where I was before. Mm -hmm. Um, and then while I was on mat leave, I was like, why don't I, why don't I jump into this world and see what it's like? And I saw moms like, you know, Instagram feed is amazing and almost perfect. And then you see the real life and they're like, I was just freaking out. My computer crashed. There's a a baby throwing up in the background. And and I'm like, it's messy and it's crazy, but these women are doing it. It's so possible. Um, And that was, that was like a switch. I was like, it is possible. It's, it's not easy. It might be messy, but it is totally possible for me to do this. Um, and I've been a member ever since, and I was quite a silent member, I would say for the first, um, year or two, I was just watching these conversations happening and people offering advice and asking questions and collaborating. And I was like, this is a new world. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a huge turning point for me. I saw it and I was like, I can do this. Like I have a whole support system right here. If I have any question, Mm-hmm. Someone in this group is an expert. <laughs> and, you know, whether I were to hire them or just throw ideas or brainstorm, it was just, it was so much inspiration right there. So, mm-hmm. and that was, that was huge. That was big for me. I appreciate you sharing that so much. And even just sharing that you weren't, you know, as active in the group in the early days. Um, because I do think, I believe that anything is possible if we put our mind to it, Mm -hmm. but I also believe it becomes that much more possible when we have examples of people that are just at that next level, right? They're not Mm -hmm. miles and miles ahead, but maybe they're just like six months or a year down the road from where we are. 100%. It's just, they just have like one little piece figured out and- from the outside, it looks like everything is perfect. And how do I get there? Mm -hmm. And then from the inside, you're like, we're all just, we're all just taking steps each day and and doing our best. And it works out. Like you just got to keep pushing. Yeah. Yeah. We're all just figuring it out, man. Mm -hmm. I think when I realized that, that, you know, my online entrepreneurial mentors and heroes that I had put up on this pedestal were just humans like me and they were just figuring it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Only difference was they started earlier and, you know, they were just that much more clued into the mindset of this is how it goes. Like if I don't know something, I'm going to go learn it or I'm going to go hire it. And I, you know, when you're early on, you think, well, if I don't know this now, it just, it's not possible. How am I I ever going to do it? How am I ever going to do it? Yeah. I think when you become a mom too, you have like, you've done stuff because you just had to do it. (laughs) Like, like 
your child's survival, you needed to wake up at 3 a.m. and feed them. You didn't kind of want to, <laughs> but you had to. Yeah. And I, I feel like you, you develop a skin where you can look at things and be like, okay, I don't know, but I'll figure it out. Yeah. Or like, I just have to, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. I'll find out, I'll find a way, I'll make yeah. it work. And you have a little bit more grit in you, I think. And I think that's the difference between you and why I see you as having that success mindset and other people. Um, it's the resourcefulness and the belief that you will figure it out, right? I think a lot of, a lot of the women that I see, especially right now, are looking for the blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. Just, just give me the instructions and I'll go and I'll make it happen. But you know, not every, like, just like you said, like nobody hands you a baby with a set of instructions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are books written on it and yeah, I don't know how helpful you found those books, but yeah, I found no. them infinitely not helpful. <laughs> like you just learn by doing, right? Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, you have really stood out to me and what you've accomplished in the last six months. So let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about where you were in your journey. So you're in Mamas & Co. You've got these inspiring women around you. You're starting to build up your business. And then I reached out to you and said, I think you'd be a fit for A Players, the group mm-hmm. coaching program. So talk mm-hmm. to me about that period of time. What was going on yeah. in your mind? Yeah. So even just shortly before that, I, had, I think I had decided, I said, this was going to be the year that I am comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> I had decided I was going to go, I was going to do the uncomfortable things and I was just going to be okay with it. And I was going to learn. Another thing I, I started to say to myself and I started to live was like, just try it. You'll be embarrassed. It's okay. <laughs> you know, 10 years down the road, you'll learn from this and it will only get better if you just start. Um, mm-hmm. Those were two things I had in my head. Like, you know, if you look at your high school pictures, they're, they're horrible, but you thought you looked really good. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> and everybody says, like, if you look back on your career 10 years ago, you're probably going to be a little bit embarrassed at some of the things you did, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's a starting point. So with that in mind, I was like, I just need to go. So the Panama trip was a huge turning point for me, just even just saying yes. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go on this trip with these amazing women. I didn't think I was part of these amazing women. Um, but then I realized we're all, we're all kind of in this at different points, but together. So and, let me just and, interject here and say, because mm-hmm. not everyone knows that I do this because it, it's not something that I advertise, but I do an annual women's retreat um, with primarily my clients and some high achieving female entrepreneurs. And I invited Chanel to be a part of that group. I thought you'd fit in beautifully. And so that, I think that was about a year ago, right? Spring of last year, we started talking about that. And you were like, oh, am I going to do this? Really? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I hesitated. And when I, after, I think we'd gotten off the phone, I was like, why did I hesitate? That's literally everything I want. Like Panama, <laughs> Leanne, <Hello>. coaching, <laughs> amazing women that I can like turn to and learn from. And Panama, <laughs> like, I was like, why, why am I, why am I hesitating? Um, yeah. It was the perfect opportunity. And it was, it was another, it was kind of like another drop in the bucket. Like, yep, you need mm-hmm. to do this. You mm-hmm. know, you need to take that step, take another step. Um, so Panama was a huge kind of turning point, which was amazing for me. And um, at, at um, MamaCon, I, when you mentioned A players were coming up and you thought I'd be a fit, I hesitated then too. I was like, really? Like, really? And then I, was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess I am ready. Like I, I should do this. So I think all of those big decisions that I've made were like, there was like a split second of hesitation. And then I was like, no, nope, I'm doing it. Like I jumped. Yeah. And, and that was the best decision too, because I got to connect even clo- more closely with this group of women some of them were starting, some of them were in the middle, some already had businesses, um, you know, working and moving, but they just wanted to make them better, but also like make themselves better. Mm. And, Mm -hmm. um, and through a players, I think I've, I've learned a lot and, 
and that got me um, really to focus on on my online course because I was like, I can I can totally do this, and um, and it was a lot of mindset shifting. It was the I can be a leader shift. Mm-hmm. It wasn't me waiting for someone else to give me permission. Mm-hmm. And once I gave myself permission then I started making decisions and moving in a way that I felt really proud of in my business. Mm, Yeah. I want to talk about that Mm -hmm. because uh, a player started back in December Mm -hmm. and I asked everyone to think about like, what are some of the specific things you want to accomplish? If you and I are clinking glasses, you know, toasting to your success in six months time, what will you have made happen during that period that we are, you know, that we're celebrating? And you had quite a bit of clarity on this. Do you want to talk about that? So you mentioned an online course, but go, go a little bit deeper with what you said you wanted to accomplish. Yeah. I, I wanted to not need my full-time job. Mm. (laughs) I wanted to make this my bread and butter. So then I didn't need the full-time job. I love the people I work with, but I didn't want to need that because that was a huge security blanket because mm. I'm good at what I do. I just show up. There are clients. I didn't have to think about it outside of work. Um, but at the end of the day, when I came home, I, I kind of felt like I was an autopilot. So for me, it was the big leap. I wanted to be able to either leave my full-time job fully or mm. just have it as an option. Like I didn't need it. I wanted this to be my full time. And that required me to show up with confidence, to be more strategic. I remember the the words we wrote down and I still have the paper here mm-hmm. that I fold and look at. And um, what were your words? Um, I had confidence. I needed to show up with confidence. I had strategy because for the longest time I was just randomly posting things and randomly asking questions mm-hmm. um, and consistency. Consistency was a big one because mm-hmm. you go through those periods where like you're in it and you're in this flow and you're posting and you're talking and then, you know, something happens and you shy away and then mm-hmm. you quiet down and then you have to like rev up the engine again just to get back to where you were. So being consistent, being confident in myself and my abilities and and being strategic about what it was, what I was doing. Those were, those were the big ones. Those were your words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love this because, I mean, as a healthcare professional with all of this experience, you know, you know, instinctively, you know how important consistency is oh, yeah. for human beings to get results. And yet up until this point, you hadn't been consistent. No. Yeah. I had not had a solid plan in place. I was surely flying by the seat of my pants, but, Mm. um, and I'd had some success with it because of, um, connections and friends and family. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to be consistent enough that when I looked at coaches that I admired in the industry, I wanted to show up, um, in my own way, but as consistently as they were showing up. Yeah. Yeah. And so visibility for you at this time, back, you know, back in December, 2019, what did visibility look like for you? Um, It was just me kind of showing up randomly on Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Hey there. uh, Hi. (laughs) Hey, I have this recipe or have you thought about this thing? And, um, and I, I wasn't, I wasn't connected to the idea of creating a community or creating an, even just building an email list. I wasn't really connected to any of that. I thought that was like for the real business people. (laughs) That wasn't for like little old me. Um, (laughs) Those real business people. Those real business people. Um, and, And that was all part of the shift as well. And And now I actually, like, I sit down and I create either content or posts, um, and I try my best to be more consistent in reaching out to people and and being more engaging. And and it takes time, and it's an art skill. Like, it's a skill that you have to develop, but the more you do it, the more comfortable you get. 
Um, and now I've like, you know, created a little list starting that to grow. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I've created a couple little, I've been a little bit more vocal in a couple different communities. And, um, and I see it's, it's kind of people are recognizing and they're reaching out, which is beautiful. So, and I see it starting to, it's starting to move. It's really starting to go, which I'm very excited about. Yes, it is absolutely. I mean, you're, you're creating an engaged following and you're doing it just step by step, just by showing up every day. Um, and I love that you talk about, you know, making those meaningful connections too. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit about um, some of those connections that you've made through the course of the last six months. Yeah. So I've, I've definitely connected with a lot of like other women, other moms, other entrepreneurs and have supported their businesses as well. Um, whether it's a product or service. Um, but also just learning from them, like sitting in a room with another bunch of women who all have these aspirations and connecting with them and learning how I can help them and them in turn helping me. All of those, I have relationships in the last six, seven months, I think, where I've opened up to them a lot more than even some some friends I've had for years. Mm. because they're also going through this process of being a mom, being a wife, being an entrepreneur or having a side hustle. Um, And it's just a different world. Like it's when you come out of the nine to five world um, or in my world, it was evenings and weekends as a massage therapist. um, When you come out of that world, it's a, it's a shift in your mindset. And then when you surround yourself with other women who want to build something outside of that, it's just like the brainstorming, the ideas, the support is just, it's amazing. It was so helpful. And, um, and some of them have become clients and some have taken the online course with me as well. Um, so I'm able to help them in you know, some deeper ways. And, and the relationships have been really amazing. And I've, I've kind of stepped out of my comfort zone and, and done more networking and connecting and asking questions and those relationships have led me to learn a lot on the business side and just on the personal side as well. Yes. What I am loving about this is um, that you are just showing up and being authentic and giving what you have to give. And it's bringing the right kind of people to you who are eventually um, becoming clients or leading you to clients. Mm-hmm. And this is where I would say, when I think about the word strategy, um, <laughs> you know, and showing up strategically mm-hmm. on social media, it does need to eventually lead to revenue. That doesn't, that's not the catalyst. That doesn't need to be the reason why you show up. Mm-hmm. But if you're showing up on social media and you're not seeing, and, and, and there's engagement happening, but you're not seeing that in terms of the dollars, I think that's a problem. I think, I, I think a lot of people think these two things are separate, right? Um, the, the strategy and the implementation on social, social media and earning revenue, but they're absolutely connected. And I think one of the reasons why you've been so, so successful is because you do not show up with the intent to make money, right? You, you are show, still showing up with the intent to be helpful and to be generous. And it's resulting in you've been able to build revenue in your business, which is beautiful. But it, it, it's, you're not coming from that place. And I know, trust me, I think we all know how to spot, you know, those takers, people who yeah. are just looking to get. And this is one of the things that I think is remarkable about you having watched you inside of A players now for almost six months, um, when you see someone that's struggling, you're the first person to reach out and say, hey, I, I struggled with this too, or hey, I'd be happy to jump on a call with you. Like, I just love that you're going the extra mile um, when you see someone who's in need, because I think the world needs people like that more <laughs> than ever right now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And And it's funny because I... I always kind of had that, I always had that nature, but I didn't always say it to the person. 
Mm. Like I might've thought, oh, it would be, you know, maybe they just need a minute. Maybe we should talk. Like, let's just have a good laugh or a good cry or a glass of wine or like whatever it is. Mm. I'd always had that feeling, but I never said, I didn't say it as much as I do now. Like Mm. now I'll go and I'll reach out and I'll say, hey, do you want to jump on a call? Or, hey, I was struggling with this. Um, Maybe we can throw around ideas together. And that in itself, just opening up kind of myself Mm. has has helped me become a better coach 100%, but has also helped me create some really awesome, awesome friendships and relationships. Yeah. I think when we see people struggling, I think the natural tendency is, well, I don't want to jump in here because this is personal or, you know, what do I know about their situation? But I think just extending that hand and saying like, I'm here if you want to talk, it, it goes it makes such a difference to the person who is struggling. I think if we could all just do that, even, you know, that 1% more, the world would be an infinitely better place because of it. Yeah. And you don't feel, I felt the exact same way. I felt like, oh my God, will I actually be able to help them? And it's not really about that. It's not like I'm giving them like the blueprint. I'm not giving them a solution, Mm -hmm. but sometimes just having, having somebody to, to talk, through it, sometimes you come to these realizations on your own mm. or they give you an idea of inspiration and just knowing that like, I don't have to know everything in order to help someone. I love this so much. Yeah. I don't have to know everything in order to help someone. In fact, I would argue you, we just need to be that 10% further ahead, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, or know somebody who can help them or know right. of a resource or it's, yeah, you can help in so many different ways. And just, just knowing that helps you reach out more. Oh, girl, I love this so much. <laughs> and, uh, and I want to talk about your decision. I want to kind of switch gears here. I want to talk about your decision to build a course mm-hmm. because I think a lot of people right now are pivoting to online courses and they're taking a stab at their first online offer in some way. Mm-hmm. So this is super relevant, but I also know that you struggled with making that decision and that commitment. So do you want to talk yeah. about that sort of period of time? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't think I had a course. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how do I distill like a 90 day or six month coaching program into um, into an online course. I, I was, I struggled with it because in my typical format, I'm one-on-one with them. We're talking, we're talking about obstacles. We go into everything, eating and sleep and, and habits and stress. Um, and I, and I couldn't think of either a subject or a topic that I could distill it down to until you started asking me some really good questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, um, and then I realized a lot of it, um, a lot of the things I could help with in an online course where it wasn't specifically that private one-on-one coaching, um, had to do with getting them that energy that they wanted and dealing with cravings. Mm-hmm. Um, the control, the cravings, the sugar crash, that 2 p.m. energy crash. Um, mm. You know, you, you want to go running after work or you want to play with the kids more or you want to have energy for that side hustle. Um, and it kind of all came back down to the blood sugar and energy and cravings. So once I started to think about kind of one specific pain point that was affecting a lot of different areas of people's lives, that's how I was able to kind of pull it all down and strip it all away to create the course. I think that's so great that you're saying this because so many people think I'm going to create a course. It's going to take half my life to do it because I have all this knowledge and I got to put it all in one course. Mm -hmm. And you said, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh. There's one primary pain point that everyone's coming up against, which is a lack of energy, and I have the solution. So I'm just going to start there. And you started with your first six-week course. Is that right? Yes. Yep. First six-week course, Conquer Your Cravings. 
I love it. <laughs> I love the word conquer. It's so powerful. Yeah. Um, so w- once you decided on the topic for the course, because that's one thing, even just, you know, coming to the realization that, oh, I do actually have a course here within mm-hmm. me. Um, but were there other hesitations or mental roadblocks that came up along the way as you went from, you know, I don't have a course to where you are now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I was, one of the things that I would say used to get in my way was the fact that I, like, I don't have a university degree. I'm not, I'm not a nutritionist or a dietitian, um, or I'm not like a nurse. I didn't study certain things to the depth where you would think, you know, if like, I am not a diabetic myself, so how could I speak about blood sugar or cravings? Um, so that, that thought process Mm. was there at the beginning, like, how can I deliver this course, um, and not feel like I should have been some sort of scientific expert. (laughs) (laughs) Which is hilarious because Um, how many years of experience do you have in the health? Exactly, exactly. Like even just in massage therapy, like down to the nervous system and the nerves and the muscles and the tendons and how physiology, how your body works. I've been studying it for years. And then so many different courses with like nutrition and wellness and precision nutrition and like everything I've studied so deeply, but mm-hmm. I had it in the back of my head that there was this thing that I was missing. Mm. Um, but once I started to put the pieces of the course together, I realized that like I had so much there and I could really help somebody, but mm. I did have to get over. Um, I did have to start calling myself a coach more often and I did have to, I had to leave with serve, service. Like I had to just give myself the permission. I'm going to help some people with this. And there might be someone who has a similar curse that's, that's better or, or worse or different. Um, but I know I can help people with it. Mm-hmm. And I had to let go of this thing of the I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I had to start seeing myself as kind of this, this person who was just here to help. And this course was a way for me to help people in a deeper way. Yeah. Seeing yourself as the expert. I think there was a, there was a switch that needed to be flipped within you in order to get this course across the finish line Mm -hmm. because you had the outline you had, you know, as I say, an engaged following that was starting to happen. And then I think that those limiting beliefs started to crop up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what did you do to actually get this course across the finish line? What were the actual steps you took so that you had paying customers who were doing the course? Because mm-hmm. I think, uh- didn't, didn't you have to delay starting. And P.S., we should also say you launched this course during COVID-19, right? Yeah, like right right as all of the nonsense, as the craziness was happening. Um, yeah, I delayed it. I, I was also afraid of the tech. Like, mm. oh my goodness, I'm not like a technological whiz. I won't be able to figure this out. And when I took launch rupees with you, I had like the outline, I had a title, I had start, I started writing, creating the slides and I realized I was like, okay, I like PowerPoint, I can do PowerPoint, I can do Canva, I, I can do all of these little pieces and I can figure out how to put them together. So once I was like, okay, I can actually do this and I had the content, um, then it was just a matter of me committing to the date. So I, I moved the date once because I didn't, I didn't give myself enough time to kind of share it with my audience. Ah, okay. So I didn't, I didn't feel like I wanted that first go around to, I didn't want a huge group, but I wanted a handful of, of women who were ready and I didn't make it a point to like talk about it enough. I was like, that's the strategy part. That is like, you need, you know, before you launch a course or before you launch a program, you need a good week, two or three 
of, you know, talking to your audience with this as kind of the backdrop. Mm. And, and I didn't really understand how to do that until I kind of did it the second time around. Mm. And, and I understood how to connect with them better because I understood what they were struggling with. And I needed that in order to really kind of light the fire. And then I got my first, um, my first few women in the door and we started and every week there was a lesson and we did a live and we did any Q and A and questions. And it's been awesome. Today's actually the last live session I'm going to do with my, with my six weeks and they're all complete now. They've made it Ah! six weeks. Yeah. (laughs) That's amazing. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah. It's been, it's been really cool. And just diving into the course and creating it and tweaking it. I'm like, this is the perfect kind of introductory to me as a coach for anybody who's not quite ready for the 90 day program. Like it's a bit more intense. It's a bit more focused. It's one-on-one. This is kind of the perfect kind of segue for them. Yeah. And what we've since realized is it's a beautiful entry point into your coaching programs, right? Mm -hmm. People start with a six week, they get a taste of what working with you is like. They fall in love, obviously, because (laughs) you're amazing. And then inevitably they're going to want more. So, you know, not all of them, but certainly a few of them will move into doing longer coaching programs with you. And I think this is such a smart strategy. I think everyone listening to this should be thinking about what are the entry points in my business? How am I giving someone, and more, I'm talking about more than just like a Facebook Live or an Instagram story. How am I giving someone a real taste of what working with me would be like so that when it comes time to selling my VIP offers, it feels effortless? Because if we're, if we're not thinking about that, it's going to feel like a slog, right? We're going to constantly right. feel like, as you, as you put it, like we got to rev ourselves back up again to, yeah. you know, and so, and, and I think this is just sort of a beautiful way of building a business um, uh, and, and, and doing meaningful work that you're still being paid for. Like it's, it's not yeah. as if you're doing a bunch of free webinars and massive funnels and you're selling this program. And so you're getting paid for it while you're building your funnel, which I think is beautiful. So, so today is the last day of the course. Congrats again. Um, what's next in terms of this course? Where do you plan to take it from here? Well, I think I'm going to launch it again. Um, you know, even in our call yesterday, we were chatting a little bit. I think for me, the best idea is to launch it again um, in spring. So launching it again in September and taking a couple months to just really be engaged with my following and to learn more about them and to kind of offer myself up in this, in this kind of crazy time and, um, and use that and get some more private coaching clients so I can kind of help them uh, work through this time, work through a couple of deep things. But the course is definitely going to be something that I'm leaning on a couple times a year, a couple times a year in order to, to fill that kind of coaching client roster. I, re- I realized that even just looking at the way that I always thought it was magnificent, the way you would like, you'd launch something, we'd have an event. And then like, there's kind of this like quiet period. And then like the next thing is coming and I'm like, Oh my God, she's so organized. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now I'm like, I have this thing that I can do the exact same thing with. I can schedule it and time it. So the course is definitely coming back out again. Um, I've already seen places where I want to improve and tweak it. Um, so I might go back into it and change some things and, um, and kind of have, you know, conquer your cravings 2.0. Mm, Love it. Love it. So let me ask you this, because a lot of people, uh, a lot of your fellow A players actually, you know, we've worked through one or two of their major goals in the last six months. I was very clear. I said, don't pick 10 goals, Mm -hmm. you know, 10 micro goals, pick one or two key things that you want to have accomplished by the end of six months. And so you did that. You were very clear. It was a course. You knew that was it for you. And for other people, it was a course or launching a podcast 
or, you know, some sort of project, something that they could say, I've done it now. Mm-hmm. So for those people who are listening, thinking, I have this specific goal that I'm working towards, what advice would you give them in terms of helping them get it over the finish line? Uh, I would say reach out for help. Like a, a coach in your realm, whether it's business or healthcare, even just motivation, um, a coach in a community, I think are just so valuable and having the support incredibly important. But, um, for me, it was, it was actually having somebody hold me accountable. It was, it was you saying, okay, so when is this going to happen? Because if it's just me, I might push it off a little bit and then, you know, get a little scared of the tech and push it off a little bit. But knowing that it was kind of peeling everything away and knowing that this was, this was going to be something that would be instrumental in my business and then having somebody to hold me accountable was huge. So get yourself a coach and, and have, and find a support system, whether it's friends or family or other people in your industry. Um, and don't be afraid to like reach out and share ideas because it's so, it's so great to have that, that community. You absolutely need it. Yeah. I'm thinking in your case, just thinking back to the very early days, like you really had to talk it through a few times in our group calls in A players. I remember you having a few different ideas for the course. And then I, I just literally remember watching you in the Zoom room, kind of talk it through, talk it through. And then you got it. You were like, it's cravings, it's sugar cravings, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and and I, I don't know that you would have had that kind of clarity without you know, the feedback of the other launch rookies who were there, you know, you were bouncing ideas off them. You took a couple stabs at it. So would would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. A players was huge. Having other women creating something and, and just having different, different eyes on it, like different Mm -hmm. perspectives. We're all moms in different areas of business. You know, some are, you know, products and services and healthcare or like even in the media, but having different eyes and different perspectives. Like I think I had had a sentence written down and I was so adamant, like this was the title, this was the sentence. And then one of them said something and I was like, oh, like it was a light bulb that went (laughs) off. And I was like, that's perfect. Um, So yeah, having a group, having a group like eight players was so, it's so huge. It's still been amazing. We have like a WhatsApp chat going, like we're all girls now. I love that. I love that. And thank you for not adding me to that because that's <laughs> if I have to be on one more group chat, I'm going to lose my mind. Um, what I am really hoping people are hearing from this conversation and from just thank you, first of all, for being so willing to share the highs and the lows and the twists and the turns, um, you know, goal setting and goal getting is not a linear process. It's not a straight line from A to B. And even just hearing you talk about, you know, I wasn't sure I had a course and then the course idea changed a few times and then the date got pushed back. I'll be honest, when you told me you were pushing back the date, I was like, oh, is she going to do it or what's (laughs) happening? Right. And this was before COVID, like this was right before. And I was like, "Ah, I really hope um, that she's going to get this over the finish line. So I'd asked you to recommit to a new date and you did, and you stuck to that second date. But mm-hmm. even just, you know, getting people to buy it, it's not as if you had thousands of people buying this no. course. You just said, I'm committing to getting this in the hands of the first, you know, handful mm-hmm. of students because I want, I want to get that goal and I want the experience of serving them in this new way. Yes. So. I think, you know, the advice people should be taking here is that success, achievement, goal accomplishment is not linear. You will not have the blueprint. You, I'm thinking about the tech stuff. Like that's exactly how I built mine too. I was like, wait a second, I do know Canva and I can learn PowerPoint and I already use Zoom. Like I would just kind of put the pieces together too. So I hope that people are listening to this, picking up on that and going, yeah, you know what? I don't have to have the whole path mapped out. Mm-hmm. Um, but picking that one 
thing I think is important, especially right now during COVID times where we're trying to do business, we're trying to be homeschoolers, teachers, we're, we're, you know, moms, mm-hmm. <laughs> our partners are home with us too. As we speak, my kids are in the next room and I'm like thinking about pressing pause here so I can tell them to shut up. <laughs> um, yeah, mine upstairs. I can hear their feet. Yeah. <laughs> so I think now more than ever before, it is picking that one thing that I'm going to go all in on and letting everything else, either it's in service to that or it's not important right now. And you were saying like, what you didn't realize was like, oh, I have to tell people about this. So yeah, you're so like people sorry. don't just flock to you. <laughs> like you have to put it out there. You have to say, this is the solution for your problem. Like I see it, I hear you, I can help. Yeah. And, and that also comes with confidence. Yeah. So yes, you were working on social media while you were working on this course, but the course was the end, what I call the desired end result. Mm-hmm. And your social media was the activity that was in service of getting this course up and off the ground. So it's not as if you're only going to be working on one thing, but I think our brains need to have that specific focus of one desired end result, which is just to bring it back to what you were saying earlier we are organized. We do typically have, you know, our launch dates and our promotions planned out at least six months in advance. But one thing we learned the hard way is we're only ever focusing on promoting one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. You'll very yeah. almost never see us promote trying to sell two things at once because that killed us before. Yeah, <laughs> We've, I learned the hard are. way. <laughs> and and like they said, like if you give somebody one action to do, they might do it. If you give them like three or four actions to take, odds are they're not going to accomplish any. So, and the right people will find you and your message at the right time. Yes. Oh, I love that. The right people will find you and your message at the right time. That is so beautiful. So speaking of time, this program that you're in has spanned Mm -hmm. the time of COVID-19, social distancing, you know, shelter in place, all of that stuff. So how have you seen that mindset, that beautiful mindset that you've developed? How has that been serving you during these times? Well, I've definitely learned that even on a regular day, there are ups and downs. And especially in this time, there are lots of ups and downs where we're trying to do it all, right? We're homeschooling, we're at home, we're trying to work and your partner's there and schedules are different and grocery shopping is like a weird stressful thing now. Um, but I learned to give myself a little grace, take it step by step. Um, and I've learned that I don't, I don't have to do it all. I like, I can ask for help. Um, I don't have to do it all. And, and it's helped me even just focusing on this course, giving myself, um, a bit of a schedule to stick to um, has been really, really good. I think on different days when I don't have kind of the push of the course and going live with with the students that I feel like I'm a little bit more unorganized. So Mm -hmm. kind of leaning into some of the things that I have built already um, has helped me during this time. And once, once everything kind of, once we went into that social distancing, um, or physical distancing, um, everybody showed up online and that was, it was great because there was like, there was free workouts and there were free classes, but then it became a bit overwhelming. And I started to think like, should I still show up? Um, but then I, I realized like at a time like now, I think showing up as a coach is even more important. So Um, you know, I've had my good and my bad days as well, but at the end of the day, it's still the mindset that I've built is still helping me show up as kind of the best version of myself for my, for my family and, and for, and for my followers and for my coaching clients. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Um, one final question I have for you. Mm -hmm. And then I'll let you share. Um, If you were to sum up the growth that you've experienced in the last six months, like I have seen it, Mm -hmm. but if you had to sort of sum that up, 
how would you, how would you state that? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say that I, I've grown very comfortable with the idea of building the plane while you're flying it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, it's never, and, and like done is better than perfect. That, that comes from you. Mm-hmm. Um, that one gets me through very often because the idea of perfection held me back for a long time. And now that I've let that go, um, I can move forward in all parts of my life. Um, because I'm not held on, holding on to this kind of this invisible, not reachable thing. Mm. And, um, I would say the growth is again, me giving myself permission to be the expert, to be the go-to, um, to be your cheerleader, but also, you know, be that real, real friend that's going to tell you the truth. Mm. (laughs) And I'm just knowing that I am one thing I tell my clients and I say it every day. Um, I am worthy. I am capable. I am enough. Mm. I love that. And that right there makes it so easy to show up. That is the change. Knowing, knowing that I am capable of serving. I'm enough as I am now. And I'm worthy of, of creating this amazing life and this amazing business. Ah! <laughs> that, I, like, I don't think there's any need to ask you anything else. I, that's like <laughs> the mic drop moment for me right there. Um, I, I just, I really hope that I know there's someone out there right now listening to this who's struggling with that, giving themselves permission to step into the leader that they want to be. And there's all those excuses coming up. And so I think that's such a beautiful way, you know, I'm enough. I am worthy. I I think, you know, what I'm hearing you say is like, I always had everything I needed. And then it was just time to do the work. Yes, it's there. And your struggles make you amazing. Like we all have very similar and very different experiences and all of those experiences create who you are. And you are able to reach so many people if, you're, if you give yourself the opportunity to maybe be a little bit vulnerable. Mm. But when you do that, you're, like, you're going to open up the doors to people who then will see themselves and, and they'll be able to heal or they'll be able to feel confident again. It's just about like, it's just about letting letting your true self kind of come out. You can learn all the things. You can take the course. You can learn all the things. But there's something in you right now that's telling you, like, you know, there's something. There's something you want to do. There's something you want to try. You just got to go for it. Oh, Chanel, you are such a beautiful soul. <laughs> and I am so grateful that all those years ago, I walked into your... <laughs> I walked Twin into sergeant. your life naked. <laughs> um, I know I, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm laughing, but I, I truly, I am so grateful that it was such a, you know, divine meeting that, that you and I were meant to meet and mm-hmm. you and I were meant to have this relationship and, and it's a beautiful relationship and it's continuing to grow and blossom. And I see so many big things for you. Um, this is just, this is just the beginning girl. So just the beginning, just the beginning. So why don't we take, take a minute and tell everyone where they can find out more about you? Yes. Well, I, um, you can reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Mrs. Chernell. Thank you again so much for everything that you are doing for your own family and community and everything you've done for the A players group as well. It's really been a joy getting to coach you. And as I say, this is just the beginning, my friend. Yes. Hey, if you're a mama entrepreneur and you're thinking about investing in your business this year, if you're ready to explore working with a coach, then I invite you to check out my new 90-day group coaching program, 
A Player's Rapid Impact. This program is for mompreneurs looking to grow this summer. If that is you and you want to surround yourself with positive, powerful women who are also working on their big goals and dreams, then I invite you to apply. Visit mamasandco.ca slash coaching. We start Thursday, June 4th, and spaces are limited. But if you're ready to stop putting your own dreams on hold and take that first step, then go ahead and visit mamasandco.ca slash coaching now.